from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louis Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Friday, September the 2nd, 2022. Yeah, wow. Thanks for checking us out on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Really do appreciate it. Louis Butko here with you as we are now less than 72 hours away from the Labor Day Classic. Yes, the OK Tire Labor Day weekend across the CFL. One o'clock kickoff here at Tim Hortons Field as the Ticats take on the Argos. And you already know what I'm about to say. Tickets are sold out. Uh, seats are sold out, I should say. You could still get in the building uh, by picking up one of our uh, Stipley Endzone social tickets. And for doing that, you go to Ticats.ca to get those tickets. But, uh, wow, we can't wait to see you here. Uh, it's already got that buzz in the stadium that is usually the day before, a couple days before. But you feel it a little bit earlier. Uh, right now getting set for Monday's game. And, of course, all weekend leading up to kickoff, we have your coverage. Uh, tomorrow you got a brand-new episode of Ticats this week. Uh, Monday we'll get a brand-new episode of uh, Tiger Cats game day. Ticats pregame starts at 12 o'clock. Uh, then, of course, RJ and Luke have the call starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. Should be a lot of fun. And, fans, before you head out to the Labor Day game, help the Pure Later Tackle Hunger Initiative. Please bring a non-perishable food item to the game to support Hamilton Food Share and help us tackle hunger in Hamilton. Coming up on today's show, we're going to hear from Glenn Suter from the CFL on TSN, get his thoughts on the Labor Day Classic and uh, the question we've been asking all week, what's going on with these Hamilton Tiger Cats? Uh, We'll hear from the head coach and president of football ops, as we always do. Orlando Steinauer is going to be by, and we'll hear from Colin Kelly. Uh, offensive lineman for the Hamilton Tiger Cats because, uh, A, just to check in, see how he's doing with his newish team, and B, because as we transition here into our news and notes, uh, the Ticats have made a trade. Yeah, they announced that they acquired national offensive lineman David Beard and a conditional fourth-round pick in 2023 in exchange for national offensive lineman Jesse Gibbon and a second-round pick in the 2023 draft. So, uh, Ticats getting uh, David Beard and a fourth-round pick, going back to Edmonton, Jesse Gibbon, and a second-round pick. Uh, Beard was 29 years old. He's played 94 games over seven seasons with the Elks, including 10 starts this season at center. He's a native of Sherwood Park, Alberta, and he was uh, unanimously voted the team's most outstanding offensive lineman in 2019, and he was drafted out of the University of Alberta. So uh, obviously a guy with lots of Alberta connections, uh, about to be calling the the city of Hamilton home and changing in his uh, green and gold for black and gold. And, you know, the Ticats have had luck uh, when making trades with the Elks. There's the old uh, uh, Simone Lawrence, Jeremiah Masoli uh, deal, and uh, Colin Kelly's worked out uh, very nicely as well. So Ticats making a move for more on the deal. Let's ask the head coach, as we did, Orlando Steinauer, his thoughts on uh, on the deal made today. Yeah, so always, uh, always looking to better, better the football team, and and do what we can do. And uh, anytime you're, you know, things come up, you don't always plan them all. Sometimes other teams reach out. Uh, sometimes you're the initiator. And uh, you know, we always look at all things. And when we looked at everything, uh, we thought that this was a chance to possibly upgrade our football team. Uh, you know, not just immediately, but uh, also in the future. And, uh, you know, he, we feel like he's a, a starter in this league. He's uh, respected and done that. And, you know, this isn't a comparison between him and, him and Jesse, right? Uh, had a great conversation with Jesse. Uh, he was an integral part. We drafted him. Um, he was, you know, he contributed. He was a, always a professional. 
Uh, really can't say enough great things. It's just sometimes uh, you have to make decisions. And so this is a decision we made collectively. And uh, obviously I stamped it. And so uh, we're going to move forward. Yeah, well, it's no secret that, you know, David's, you know, he can play uh, guard and center, but he's, uh, you know, he's predominantly a center. And, uh, but, you know, he's, he's moved around. And obviously there's a relationship a little bit with, with Gibson also. So it's not like we're getting an unknown commodity uh, as a person character-wise and those sorts of things. It's easy to point out on tape what it is. But we think Coulter's done a, a great job at center. Without Alex Fontana, did a great job. We just uh, received an injury there. Uh, it doesn't look uh, real promising long term. And so when you have a chance to address it, um, you know, to get something good, you know, Ron Lancaster always said, you know, to get something good, you sometimes got to give up something good. And so um, I think it was uh, valuable for both football teams. I think sold out says it all. And I think that's just a tribute to the Hamilton Tiger Cat organization, to be honest with you. It is. I mean, you got to start internally first, right? And, you know, you know, credit to everybody from ticket sales to, you know, Matt and his whole crew. And I don't want to sit here and name everybody, but that's really, it's everybody in the building, right? And then obviously, you know, the community, the city, it, you know, we know they're passionate. Uh, we understand uh, where we're at. Uh, we know where we need to get to, but it, it happens one game at a time. And the fact that they're going to show up like this just shows you how passionate they are about winning, about the football team. It's just a great thing for the city of Hamilton, and uh, I'm just excited for them. I'm excited for, uh, obviously, our, our football team. The energy they bring is, is second to none. So really can't say enough positive. Just want to you know, thank Ticat Nation and everybody for, for showing up, and I'm sure there'll be people flooded uh, trying to sneak in. And, uh, yeah, that's what it's about. That's the way I call it the Labor Day Classic. That is the head coach and president of football operations, Orlando Steinauer, as we caught up with him after practice today. All right, for more on the deal made today, and that one is the one acquiring national offensive lineman David Beard. Had a chance to catch in with a former teammate of his and now current teammate. Uh, yeah, we caught up with Colin Kelly after practice today, and uh, here's what he had to say. Yeah, I mean, the guys are definitely making a little bit of jokes about now we're the Tiger Elks, but, you know, it is exciting. Obviously, I played with David for quite some time. As soon as I came to the Elks, he was there before I was, so definitely a relationship there, and he's a solid player, so excited to see what happens when he gets here, whenever that is. What should, what should we know about him, about David coming in? I mean, he's been a solid player in this league. I think, I don't know, he's quite a bit up there for the games, I think. He started about 2017, um, born and raised, family man, so uh, I don't know, good guy. Yeah, with Chris, I mean, it's great to have him out there. Obviously, when it comes to him and his experience and everything, you know, he definitely knows a thing or two about this league. He's definitely been here for a while. And on his aspect, you know, I feel for him, you know, being on that sixth game gets a, a little lonely and so probably a little boring sometimes as well. I've, I've done that, been there, done that as well. I mean... I don't really know. You know, nobody's going back and calculating how many points we might have lost by by three and eight. It is what it is. And so we're just focusing on this next game. And, you know, honestly, I've done the Battle of Alberta. I've never done this. And so I'm super excited. It's already uh, sold out just to see that atmosphere and see what it's like. Uh, I mean, for, for this game specifically, or just like the going back and forth of the just Toronto. Going back and forth the Toronto <laughs> these games against the Argos. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, you know, it's big. I mean, you kind of ask some of the guys. I mean, geez, you're only an hour and fifteen minutes away with that nice traffic or something. So, 
Uh, it's a little crazy, but I mean, honestly, you know, the main point for me, anytime I go out there, I want to do the, my job to the best of my ability. I want to win. It's not like, you know, you try to amp it up for each specific game. Either way, I got to go out there to make sure to do my job. I mean, three and eight, I mean, obviously that is a tough pill to swallow. When it comes to that, you know, I mean, who knows? Uh, I'm sure you probably heard of it before. It is the ultimate team game. And the fact is, is that I'm focusing on that we are able to still make it to the playoffs. So I'm hungry for that. And, you know, who doesn't want to go to the Grey Cup? And this team has done that. And that is Ticats offensive lineman Colin Kelly as we caught up with him today. All right, for more on Monday's game and to figure out what's going on with these Tiger Cats, very pleased to be joined by the CFL on TSN's Glenn Suter and uh, Suits. I've asked this question about 100 different ways this week, and I've been asked the question about 1,000 different ways. What's going on with the Ticats? It is a great question, and it is a question that when I look at the, you know, I, I downloaded and, and printed up the, the depth chart from their last game. So, you know, looking at the personnel from their very last game, uh, D-line, check. You know, if you were to look at that D-line on paper, you'd go, fine, great, love it. In fact, I, you know, one of the tops in the league probably. Uh, linebacking core, great. I know they don't have Simone in there, but Santos Knox having a great season. Back end, secondary, awesome. Receiving core, O-line, awesome, very good. The teams that have struggled this year, Edmonton, Ottawa, and at times Hamilton and Montreal, they're taking their turns, but that's they've had the issue or the inconsistency at one position and at quarterback. And you know, that's you know, I'm not I'm not putting all of the losses on the shoulders of Dane Evans. That's not fair. It happens to quarterbacks all the time. But it when you're inconsistent, you know, you don't have to be spectacular at that position and you can win. But when you're inconsistent and, you know, turning the ball over, making poor decisions, um, you know, having those type of issues where you put your team in a hole, they, they can be the reason for some of your losses. So, you know, you can – even if you get consistent play at quarterback, you can still win games with defense, special teams, win two or three phases, you got a chance. But if your quarterback is actually in a rut where he's throwing too many picks, you're in big trouble. And I, I think that's, you know, a big part of the story there. It really is. Well, and it's it's hard to get into the head of a quarterback because, I mean, he's the only player on offense, other than the center, I guess, who's going to touch the football every single time. And it's his decisions that are going to make or break the game. But this game is 90% mental. I've heard that been said a, a, a lot. So h- how do you get out of a – a funk. So yeah. it's, 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 it's gotta be easier said than done, but, but how do you do it? Yeah. You know, it's, it's actually, I would even put it at 95 at the, at the mm-hmm. highest levels, it's 95% from the neck up yeah. that, you know, winning and losing and, and bringing the team together. So they're supporting each other and not pointing fingers at each other. I don't think that's happened in Hamilton, by the way. So that's a good sign, but um you know, it it really is uh, back to rolling up your sleeves. There's no secret formula. There's no special sauce or anything like that. Not changing your diet or your routine or your, you know, your superstitions. It's it's none of that. What it is is rolling up your sleeves, getting back to work, grounding yourself, and understanding that this type of thing happens, and letting it go. I, I've I've often heard the analogy, and I've I've used it in speaking engagements. Like I don't remember who it originated, where it originated, 
and who said it first, but um, it's like if you held if you held a glass of water, and the glass of water is the bad things that have happened that that is bothering you that's on your mind right now. The glass of water when you first hold it is not light at all, or it's not heavy at all. It's not. It's very very light. You're just holding it there. It's no problem. But as you hold it longer and longer and longer, and maybe even add water to it, it becomes heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier until you cannot hold it any longer. And that's where I think you know this team at that position and beyond. You know, it's you know those early games and interceptions weren't his fault. They were bouncing off receivers' chests a lot of times. I mean. So you just if you if you can let it go, let the baggage go and then get back to work, roll up your sleeves, get back to the fundamentals of the game. What are my feet? Where are my where's my eyes? You know, all of those things that you hear quarterback, former quarterbacks talk about when they analyze the position and get back to the roots of it. You know, the other thing is, Louis, and this team is is sort of right in that I've often said when you're going into a playoff game. A player's level of intensity will increase. And the playoff game in any sport, hockey, it's different. It's a different speed in the playoffs, right? So why is that? Because as an athlete, you want to be as at your best every single practice and every single game, especially at the pro level. You're saying to yourself, I have to be there. You're trying to get yourself there mentally. And then all of a sudden, you think you're there. And then all of a sudden, the playoffs happen. And you're at another level. You're you're at another level of speed. You're at another level of intensity. It's happening so quickly. And you walk out of that game and look at the video and you go, wow, that was a different level. How did I get there? So you try to bottle it. You try to go back through your routine. And you just it just doesn't happen in the regular season. So, you know, that's just the human element of this game. It's one of the reasons we love it. I believe Dane can get out of the funk. I can't. I believe he can. I know it's not all on him, but he's putting it all on him, which is a, which is good. I mean, you know, yeah. take responsibility for your share for sure. Uh, and I, I believe he'll come back. Well, and you mentioned the the weapons that he has on offense, and it, it's 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 scary to think we haven't seen the full potential of what a Stephen Dunbar could do, or Tim White, or, or Pappy White came back and was productive. How right. how does this team? look going forward i mean if they can get through this argos game they, they get back on track but what else needs to happen outside of improved quarterback play do you think for this team to to be considered like everybody thought they were going to be before the year a, a, a true threat in the east yeah i think the personnel's there you know and i think the play calling is there i you know this idea that all of a sudden um the play calling the coaching staff don't get it is just wrong it's just not it's not the case and i know fans get excited and they get frustrated and upset when they're it's like it's like your kids when you when you're mad at your kids you still love them but you're really frustrated with them at times um but it's not play calling this is something that they've you know been really successful at for a long long time um so, you know, I think it's it really is the psychological part of the game for this entire team to just reset this part of the season. There's still lots of time to win a playoff spot in the East. And and the two spots in the East, and that's probably what it'll be, are both going to be home games. Yeah. 
So in that semi, in the semifinal for the second place finisher. So, you know, it's, it's up for grabs. The talent is there. The play calling and coaching is there. So now it's just believing, believing in what you can't see, trusting in it and trusting in each other. And I know that sounds cliche, but honestly, that's really how it, how it's got to happen. I mean, everybody goes to work, does what they can try not to, to grip the stick too tight when you get out there and go and just cut it loose. You know, Cody Fajardo was under a lot of scrutiny in Saskatchewan, Lee, uh, going into the BC Lion game. And he went in there and he said to the radio guy in Michael Ball in, in Saskatchewan that it's, it's amazing what you can accomplish when you just decide you've got nothing left to lose. <laughs> And he said he went in with this mindset with all the criticism for a month straight that he wasn't good enough, they should start the other guy, all those things. He went in there and said, I've got nothing to lose. I'm going to rely on my instincts, and I'm just going to cut it loose. And he had his best game of the year. And I I really think that's what Hamilton can do, and they can start on Labor Day. Well, and just to that point, Labor Day is always so special. And we talk about cliches. You mentioned there for a second that, you know, season doesn't start till Labor Day. There's a reason that's a cliche because the games do get more intense. And I I could feel that there was a little bit of chill in the air in Southern Ontario this morning, waking up September 1st. (laughs) And I was like, oh, it's football weather. And I know Coach O takes, uh, Coach O takes offense that every weather is football weather. But how important is it for the Ticats in this game in particular to send that message because, uh, you know, they're not going to say must win. Coach will never say it's no. must win unless it's an elimination game. But if, if it's not a must win, it's a pretty darn close. You really kind of need this one. Yeah, yeah. No, this is different. This is a different week of the regular season. And I'm with Coach O in a lot of ways. I, I don't call it must win or and I don't call it, um, uh, you know, the, the game like a playoff game. Because it's not like two points for this game are the same two points from week one or two. Any win you get, it's the two points that you're concerned with. And this is the same. It's not a three-point game. However, this is a rivalry game. This is a game that you can't you can't manufacture the type of intensity and feeling you're gonna have on Labor Day. It just it again, it's it's like that playoff scenario we talked about. You just can't bottle it and figure it out and do it every day that's not human nature it's not how it works how it works is you got to try to get there every day keep pushing yourself to get there every day and then all of a sudden the playoffs and those games that are urgent come around and you get there because you prepared yourself and that's what this game is in the regular season it's the intensity of the fans the intensity of the rivalry the the bragging rights for the for the labor day weekend it's the same in Saskatchewan when it's Winnipeg on Sunday, and it's the same in Alberta. This is this is the the week in the regular season where all of those feelings that the American players have had when they play their rivalry games down south, well, that's what this is up here. That's Dylan Wynn talked about that uh, today about uh, you know talking about it with the younger players because there are. You know, some players, Canadian, uh, American, who are going to come up and have never played in the Labor Day Classic before. And, uh, you know, we mentioned this earlier this week, the Ticats officially selling it out uh, at Tim Hortons Field. So Love it should it. be a great atmosphere. Uh, we just want to get your thoughts on a couple of stories uh, around the rest of the CFL. The Vernon Adams deal, I'm, 
I, I didn't see it coming. I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest, uh, you know, even knowing where Vernon was on the depth chart in Montreal and, and what BC needed, how do you feel like that's going to fit, uh, you know, VA obviously has been to BC before, uh, but how do you feel like that's going to fit uh, and obviously no, no replacement for work, but a, a pretty mm-hmm. good, pretty good guy to, to be able to throw in there. Well, it's a great deal for, for Vancouver. And I think it works in Montreal as well because they had decided to go in a different direction there and, and that's fine. But, um, you know, I, I think when Michael O'Connor got nicked and, and he still may be ready to start after their bye week, but um, when he got nicked and Antonio Pipkin, who's who's a Emma, thanks player, to shooter for joining me today. Sure and my thanks to you to, as well, because, you know what, you know, cannot do the show without your support. So thanks for listening. Appreciate it. As always, so make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode of this show or any of the other great shows we have for you here on the Ticats Audio Network. The Labor Day Classic 55th Jackpot is a guaranteed $50,000. Be sure to get your tickets early for a chance at 50K and the early bird drop for $1,000. Tonight, Friday at 8 p.m. Visit Ticats 5050.com brought to you by the Hamilton and, Bulldogs Foundation. Um, license number RAF 1235466. That'll do it for us today. That'll do it for us this week. Uh, we are back on Tuesday as we wrap up the Labor Day Classic here on Ticats Day. Thanks for checking us out. Make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode from all of us here at the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko. Hope you have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday down here at the Donut. Monday, Tim Hortons Field. WeatherTech is pleased to present Tim Hicks. This year's Labor Day Classic will feature a special halftime concert performance featuring award-winning country artist Tim Hicks. Presented by WeatherTech, Tim Hicks. Labor Day in the Hammer. People say, well, that was Edmonton and they're struggling. But when I saw that and I did that game, I saw that they may be finding a formula that works for them. Remember, this is a team when the Red Blacks lost early in the season that were losing by one possession Mm -hmm. against teams like Winnipeg. Yeah, right out of the gate, you know, so. Um, they're good enough in a lot of areas and their quarterback inconsistency, again, the teams that struggle, it's usually quarterback inconsistency. Um, and there's can be a lot of reasons for that inconsistency, but it's, it's usually that. And I think they may have found a formula here with Nick Arbuckle and Caleb Evans together. So rather than going one or the other, you get play packages where they're splitting reps in practice 50, 50, almost different style quarterbacks completely. You can do different play packages and rotate them in. And then if you get a hot hand, then you go. We've seen two quarterback systems work in the past. So I, I think that they're, they're right back in the fight and it is wide open. So it's that team that starts to believe and just playing with confidence. And like Fajardo said, mm, I was cuts, just about it, to say. Cuts, <laughs> it, cuts it loose and says, I got nothing to lose. Yeah. I got nothing to lose. It's been that kind of season. And I think that's what Dane Evans should do. Just, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to go for it. And, you know, if I throw four picks, I throw four picks. If I don't, if I throw four touchdowns, we win. That's it. Game yeah. game over. Yeah. Well, it should be fun to watch down the stretch. And uh, Suits, looking forward to connecting with you uh, right through the Grey Cup. So thanks for doing this as always. And uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Happy Labor Day, man. I can't wait for the weekend. Let's go.